Hello everyone, welcome to Oh Wow the Podcast, a weekly recap and analysis of every episode of Skins UK starting from the very beginning. I'm your host Augustine and today we're getting into Season 4, Episode 5, Freddy. So you might hear some ambient rain noises in the background, it is storming outside. I was in Tennessee earlier this week so I wasn't able to record for the usual Friday time, but here we are on a rainy Sunday night in Chicago, and we're getting into it. I will say it's a bit of a struggle for me to do this episode in the usual format, which is like pretty lighthearted and pointing out fashion choices and stuff, because I think this episode is really serious, and I want to talk about it in more of a deep way than just like, oh, and then she said this. So... I'm gonna go through the plot, but I also just want to talk about my thoughts on, like, mental health and the representation of psychotic depression in this episode and just my own take on how this influenced me when I was younger and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully you're down for a little chit-chat and, yeah, let's just get into it, though. So the episode opens, we see that Freddie and Effie are just living in the Stoneham house together and getting high and having sex all day every day. We don't know how long it's been that they've been operating this way, but the episode opens with Freddie lighting a gravity bong in the sink and they're just getting really stoned and they take all these pills. They're throwing water balloons at each other, which I think is one of those little symbols that they're still really childish or they are literally kids and they are just living this like hedonistic lifestyle they fuck on the staircase because no one's around we find out that Anthea's in Italy with her boyfriend of the day Aldo and so they just have the house to themselves and presumably Tony's away at college and they're pretty grimy just living however they want not taking anything seriously obviously living this way it's really hard to balance schoolwork and freddie's failing all his classes so he has to go in for this judgment day thing and so he starts to leave and we see that effie's just really upset that he's going to be away from her and she's basically just really sad and he kind of doesn't notice or he just brushes it off and she starts drinking when he's leaving and it just is like this really unhealthy relationship and we can see how bad it's become with the two of them and I guess I would compare it with how Sid and Cassie were or it makes me think of those two because we saw Sid sort of being the oblivious one and then Cassie like overdosing when he failed her as she saw it and it was just really toxic and like codependent behavior i guess just effie of course takes things to like the furthest degree so as soon as he even leaves the room that she's in she starts freaking out and with cassie it was more just like when she felt rejected by sid a couple of times or she would act out to get his attention but Effie's really just like getting her entire sense of value or purpose from this relationship with Freddie I don't know we'll get into it more but there are some parallels between 
the couples, but I just feel like Effie takes it all the way into the dark side of things. And Cassie just kind of did things more for attention, which sounds bad. I love Cassie. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do things for attention. We know that she did, because when she was talking to the professor, she's like, when I stopped eating, everyone had to pay attention to me. So I don't think Cassie really, like, wanted to die that badly, and I think Effie does, and that's the difference. Freddie stops by his house, and we see that the family dynamic with his dad and Karen is pretty much the same as usual. His dad's giving him shit, and Karen is just kind of bothering him, and... Yeah, things have not changed much, and we get some more insight into Freddy's family dynamics because we haven't really heard much about his mom or why the family is the way that they are, so we'll see more of that in this episode. At school, we see that JJ just does not understand this, like, what he calls fuckathon and says you could claim sexual ocd which i just found so funny jj is the only ray of sunshine in basically this whole season he's just so funny and witty and kind of takes these really serious things and makes it into like you guys are just being fucking dramatic and crazy and so i love that everything with pandora and thomas is still weird So, not much has changed. Everything's kind of just miserable, and JJ's still kind of trying to make a little bit of a lighthearted joke about the situation. So, Freddy has to talk to this guy, Mr. Love, for his educational issues. And this guy is a little bit eccentric, as all of these guidance counselors at the school are. I like his little tiny desk paper shredder that he has. I find that delightful. And he also has these Michael Jackson posters. And we find out that the usual counselor, I'm forgetting her name right now, but we know her from talking to Cassie and Chris in the first generation. She's had like a mental breakdown. And so that's kind of a little bit of a footnote in the episode is that the way they talk about her mental breakdown is so different from the way Effie's mental collapse is treated. Freddie goes back to the Stoneham house and walks in on Effie. She's famous scene here, cutting up the magazines in her mom's room and making this really demented mural on the wall of all these photos and She's babbling about the end of times and how her end is coming and it's really alarming and Freddy's terrified. He has no idea what's going on and we haven't seen Effie like this. We've seen her fucked up on drugs before and sort of smirking to herself and babbling a little bit. This is really where when she was saying, I was born backwards, you know, the first time we really get into Effie uh we see her sort of talking in these weird tongues and I think that was a real precursor to what's happening now which again I'll mention later in this episode but it's clear that Effie is really off the deep end and we don't know how bad it's going to get but this is bad I think at this point, Freddie's still able to write it off as like, okay, I guess she's just really fucked up on pills and acting weird. 
So he goes downstairs and he tries to do some of his schoolwork and he's just like rubbing cocaine on his gums and chain smoking cigs and I'm like, what a fucking mood. (laughs) But like, not great. And you can just see there's just so much despair in this house and no one is having a good time. He tries making her some breakfast in the morning and being sweet and bringing her breakfast in bed. And she's just being kind of an asshole to him and saying, well, I'm not the one grinding my teeth. And I don't know why all week people have been talking about being on coke and grinding their teeth. But it's been a real topic of conversation for me lately. And um, cocaine will make you grind your teeth. I don't think I really like fucked up my teeth too bad from doing coke i kind of lucked out but i definitely used to chain smoke and chew gum all the time on stimulants that's like the only way to not fuck up your jaw too badly and i wouldn't recommend it though if you want to do coke just get a really strong like triple espresso actually you know what the fuck you should do get i drank this on my uh drive home from tennessee was a bang coffee drink That shit had me tweaking out in the car. I was, like, chain-vaping nicotine, calling everyone in my phone, you know, mental gymnastics, the whole drive. The Bang coffee drinks literally are $2, and you don't need to do coke and ruin your life and possibly die of an overdose. So there's a life hack for you, kids. I tried to warn you all that this would not... Not that any episode of Skins is wholesome, per se, but this is, like, really a not wholesome one, so... Trigger warning for all the topics. But anyway, so Effie tries to have sex with him while they're in bed, and he's, like, not into it. He says, drop the dark shit. And this is where I had a thought that Cook does understand her better he understands the darkness inside of her that Freddy doesn't really have. Like, Freddy's very pure, and he just wants to smoke weed and skateboard, and he's gone through shit, but Cook has that devil inside of him that Effie definitely has as well. So Effie tells him to fuck off, and he just leaves because he's trying to do what'll make her happy. I think Cook would have stayed and fought with her and pushed a little harder, so... I think he would have been better in this situation for her than Freddy, but Freddy is the nice guy, so he just says, okay, whatever you want, and he leaves. He is back at school and doing research, and he sees this article about psychotic depression, so he prints it out, and this is insinuated that this is what Effie's struggling with based on all the symptoms and the, like, delusions and the outbursts and the mood swings and everything were led to believe that this is what she's suffering with also i'm seeing in my notes that this is actually when we find out josie the other counselor had a breakdown so sorry i had the timing a little bit wrong i watched this episode like a week ago so i kind of am messing up some of the timing details but yeah josie had a breakdown And Freddy asks Mr. Love, what do you do when everything is fucked up? Which is such a classic Skins moment. How many times in this show, how many times in the next two seasons even, are they going to say to an adult, what do you do when everything's just so fucked up and you don't know what to do? That's like such a classic line. And Mr. Love looks up at his Michael Jackson poster and he's like, honestly, I have no advice for you. So 
Really helpful, dude. Thanks for the guidance. Effie's freaking out, texting Freddie, and he just has no idea what to do with this situation. He folds up the paper about psychotic depression into a crane, which means nothing to us at this point. It just seems like, oh, Freddie's good at origami. He's a talented kid. But we see the re- the relevance of that later on. Also, I wasn't going to do a Bristol's Best, and in friend- <laughs> my friend was like, you shouldn't do a Bristol's Best for this episode because it's just like kind of inappropriate. But I will say... Freddie's outfit in this episode looks so comfy. He has a jade necklace, an oversized white baggy shirt that says red on it. He's got jeans and headphones, and I'm like, this is kind of a vibe. It looks super comfy and cozy, even though it gets disgustingly dirty because they're, like, not showering or doing laundry or anything. But, yeah, that is the Bristol's best is for Freddie. So, anyway, not super important, but I got to point it out. Freddie goes to visit his granddad, and we find out that Freddie's mom suffered with this same sort of mental illness, and she apparently made cranes. The granddad says that the worse she got, she made more and more cranes. So this is something, obviously, Freddie picked up from spending time with his mom, and Freddie feels like his dad didn't do enough to help his mom, and his mother died from her mental illness. So we finally learn what happened with Freddie's family and why there's so much resentment and arguing and everyone is just pointing the finger at each other all the time. And it makes sense that Freddie and his dad have this really tense relationship because he doesn't forgive his dad. He feels like his dad should have done something more. And he says that over and over in this episode. And you can see how everything happening with Effie now is scaring the shit out of him because he's like, I'm going to do better than my dad and I'm going to make sure she's okay. And it's like, is that really possible? I don't know. So he's biking home. He's got all of this on his mind. He's checking his phone. Effie's blowing up his phone and it's just stressful. He crashes. His bike gets all mangled and he gets a ride from this rickshaw driver who we'll see later in the episode. So just note that, I guess. And walking into the house, Effie is having like a weird suicide party kind of thing. Katie's like, I'm not going to hang out with goths, which is kind of funny. It's definitely a dark crowd at the house. Pandora's talking about how some guy had like a huge cock piercing and she was pulling pans off of it and it's just really fucking weird jj and thomas are there and panda and thomas are still having their ongoing issues so she slaps thomas across the face and then kisses him and i guess we'll just see what happens with them as the season wraps up but there's these little moments of their drama getting interspersed there's all this stuff about death and suicide on the mural wall in the bedroom freddie walks in on effie under the bed crying and she says you didn't reply and it's just really fucking dark freddie's like literally says what the fuck is going on and Effie's just having this mental breakdown. Effie says that Freddie is the only person she can trust, and he promises that he'll take care of her. And clearly, this goes back to what happened with his mom. 
and he does want to be there for her. It's just a lot to take on. So Freddy kicks everyone out of the party. He's, you know, trying to do the right thing. Effie's crying, saying she doesn't want anyone there anymore. She thought she did, but she doesn't. So he kicks everyone out. And of course, who's in the kitchen but Cook? Kind of funny. Cooking in the kitchen. But Cook is in the kitchen. He's like full Joker style right now. He broke out of jail or something. And Freddy's like, you have to get the fuck out of here. And Cook is kind of just like, so this is what happens with Effie when you have her? Like, cool. She's doing terrible. So he tells Cook, go to the shed and wait for me. And I do feel bad for Freddy because he's, like, just trying to be a nice kid and live life. And people are always giving him shit and stressing him out. We find out that his mom actually killed herself because of the mental illness she struggled with, and he literally blames his dad for not doing enough. So once he kind of deals with Cook, he gets Effie in the bathtub and is taking care of her, like when Anthea had to take care of her in a previous episode. And we see that Effie is this character who's supposed to be so independent and resilient and strong. And she is, she is, she is all of those things, but she also needs to be taken care of so deeply. She can't do everything on her own. No one can, but like she has serious mental health issues and she needs to be taken care of. The next day, Freddy hires the rickshaw driver from before to take them on this drive through the countryside, and Effie's just kind of miserably going along with it. And this whole scene of them in the field, it's like so torturous to watch. It's so awful. Just Effie starts hallucinating that all these people are coming to attack her, and she's talking to Freddy about how the demons are coming, and she's been able to fight them off, but being with him, like, makes her too weak, and so he has to, like, fight them off for her, and he's just desperately trying to make her snap out of it, and is like, okay, I'll chase them off, and it works for a second, but it's just awful like it's really hard for me to watch these scenes especially since I've like struggled with such thoughts I have not had the hallucinations that she has but it's just it's awful and we love Effie like we love Effie so much we care about her so much at this point we've watched her for four seasons of this show she's been there since day one and it's awful to watch this happen to her seemingly out of nowhere So, he bikes her home on the rickshaw, and of course, they get trapped in this, like, huge parade happening in the city, and Cook is there dressed as the devil, which is kind of funny, and it's, like, really loud and overstimulating and horrifying, so Effie's just running through the crowd. Ooh, that was a big thunder. I don't know if you guys could hear that on the microphone, but there's some good storm going on outside. Good night for podcasting. Anyway, Katie's there. She helps Effie up and, like, get out of the crowd. And everybody's there for her. Like, I just was saying, like, we care about her. They care about her so much. Like, even Katie is 
forgiving her at this point and of course just wants to make sure that Effie's okay so Freddy doesn't know what to do he just says okay let's just go to where my granddad is I don't know what the fuck else to do and Katie's with them she says okay I'll go with Effie and get some food and the granddad wants to talk to Freddy about everything that happened with his mom and to be like you can't do this on your own and it takes about five seconds for Katie to come back and be like, um, she's locked in the bathroom and won't come out. And the granddad's like, you let her go in the bathroom by herself. And so, like, huge trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning for self-harm. But, like, they all break down the door and Effie's just laying in a pool of blood because she cut her fucking wrist in the bathroom. And it's like, holy shit. I don't want to talk about this. Like, this is not fun. This is not a fun, lighthearted fucking thing to just chit-chat about on a podcast. It's awful. And we just see her in the hospital. She tells Freddy to go away. And there's all of this reconciling with what happened with his mom. And he sees how hard it was for his dad to try to be there for this person who's just pushing him away and is like not connected to reality enough to know what's even going on so of course she's not thinking rationally like she's literally having a nervous breakdown psychotic episode and is just completely detached from reality freddie has to get out of there it's too much and he runs out into the snow and Anthea talks to him for a minute in one of those classic, like, Anthea smoking a cig on a bench <laughs> scenes that we've had a couple of so far in the show. And talks about Effie as a baby and how Effie burned, which isn't that the name of, like, the season seven episodes about Effie is, like, fire or burn or something like that? I think so. So Anthea's kind of resigned and is like, yeah, Effie's always been a lot and it makes sense that she's going to have these struggles and we just have to be there for her. It's so fucking depressing. So Effie, uh, so Freddie just runs, he runs home and Cook shows up and Freddie's like, there's no future without her. And Cook says, fuck the future. Like, you went to the end of the earth. You have to go further now for her, for you, for me. And that's how the episode ends. And I think Cook is the only person that is so fucking unhinged that he would be able to go past the ends of the earth for Effie. But she loves Freddy, so he's like, dude, you gotta step up and you gotta just go past any point of rationality if you want to be the one for her to help her and make sure that she's there. Like, it's not gonna just be a standard, like, bring someone chicken noodle soup and they'll be okay in a couple days. This is gonna be a huge burden to deal with. And I don't know. It's really hard. It's, like, hard for me to just talk about this at all. So I guess I'm just going to kind of babble for a minute about my thoughts. And then we'll wrap it up. I think that the portrayal of mental illness in this episode is 
really different from what we've seen in other seasons and I don't really know if it's a good portrayal or not I think it's just really hard to watch and I guess Freddy's doing the best that he can I think that obviously they should not just be left to their own devices to do drugs all day in a house but it's like I've been there and shit does get really crazy and people do get hurt and people do have mental breakdowns like this is something that does happen so it's not even super over dramatized to be like oh that's ridiculous that would never happen like it does happen and it's just awful and it's like triggering for me and I'm sure it's triggering for other people to watch and talk about so I don't know I guess we'll just see what happens I don't love I don't love suicide attempts as like plot points but it's skin, so, like, that's just what they do. <laughs> Death and suicide attempts are, like, the main uh, impetus for plot motion to happen, so... I don't know, guys. It's a real bummer to talk about this. Next week, I think, is JJ's episode where he, like, has a crush on a girl. I read that episode description, and again, I have no memory of that episode ever existing so I guess we're going in fresh with that and hopefully it'll be kind of somewhat fun to talk about because like this really was not it's just upsetting I guess in the episode description I'll put some like suicide hotline information just for the sake of it or some like places to donate or something because I guess that's an important thing to do with this platform And just mostly take care of yourselves, really. Like, that's the main thing that we all can control is our ability to get mental health resources for ourselves. And that's the best thing you can do for the people in your life is to take care of yourself so people don't have to worry about and take care of you all the time is to do as much for yourself as possible. We all need each other, but... I know for myself, finding a good therapist has really been a lifesaver and um, just taking care of my mental health as best as I can. Do what you can do to help yourself and help the people around you, but it's a tough world and we're all just floating along waiting for someone who can walk on water, as they say in SLC Punk, one of my favorite lines of any movie. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. You can always follow at Oh Wow the Podcast on Instagram and on the YouTube. I need to upload the last couple episodes on there and catch up. If this was your first episode of this show that you're listening to, go back and start from the beginning because this is a really weird, dark one to start on. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you all. Take care of yourselves. Have a good week. Thanks. Bye.